Anyway, um, is my Are we recording phone? already? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Just, yeah well, you're just gonna cut out and make it into some intro. <laughs> well, I don't know. Or I just cut or I just cut the entirety of the first half of it off and start from wherever okay. we're at. <clears throat> <laughs> but we're here, we're back with Kez. Karen Dobia. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Um keeping busy. Keeping, keeping busy. Trouble. And Nick Nick's here. Yeah. Still still no Matt, but we're with Nick again. How are you, Nick? Yeah, good. I'm out of bed tonight. It's yeah, exciting. it's wonderful. How are you dealing? You still dealing okay without Matt around? No, it's great. Honestly, it's like it's like the festival handbrake has been taken off. <laughs> it's just been. People ask me stuff, and I'm like, "Yeah, we should do that." Lions are good. We'll have the lions. So no, it's been amazing. And Nick's Nick's just yes awesome. man, and Matt handbrake crummins. That's right. I mean, I only say yes to crazy stuff. Yeah, so what could go wrong, right? No. Nothing at all. But they're all the good bits. The crazy stuff. They're all the good bits. bits. That's right. That's right. If someone comes along and says, I want a four hour workshop on composition, don't say yes to that. Nah. Rubbish, (laughs) waste of time. Who needs that? Yeah. Nobody needs that. The crazy crazy things are the things that we remember and talk about after the festival, that's for sure. But we've got you to come back, Kev. Yeah. You've agreed. I have agreed. And you you mentioned and you raised an interesting point just a minute ago that this will be your first physical festival running workshops. Yeah. Well, I I ran um, a print workshop or four print workshops for KL, my very first beef up in person, but then I haven't actually done a a creative photo shoot workshop. Yeah, shoot. It was, it was all the virtual stuff for the last two years. Yep, and they were some nuts, crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy challenges and ideas from the boys for those two. That it would, they yeah, things kind of opened up a little bit. I think we we sort of <laughs> put it out to the Facebook group last year for some suggestions at one point too, didn't we? Yeah, I think it was a Woolies based shoot, wasn't it? Yep, it was. It was. And 24 hours notice. Thanks very much. Yeah. 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 Well, look, you've you've sort of become known as the, I guess, the MacGyver of the BFOP crew, really, haven't you? I, I Well, I don't know. I guess you've got to ask everybody else, but I'm not going to... I'm not going to complain about that label. So you must be excited for the challenges that we've got for you this year then, right? Um, I'm excited, but I'm very nervous <laughs> because 24 hours notice and only shopping at Woolies within my 5Ks was, was um, stressful enough. Yeah, look, so obviously. So now that I'm in person, I'm a bit frightened. But Well, you'll you'll have the Woolies in bright, so everything will probably be fine in that <laughs> sense. But let's just circle back a little bit because obviously anyone that attended for the last couple of years will know who you are, but... Give us the 30-second snapshot of who Karen Dobia is and what Karen does for the people that are coming that weren't at the festival for the last couple of years. Um, I'm an educator and a teacher at TAFE in Melbourne. I also run my own freelance uh, photography business primarily with creative portraiture and portraiture in advertising and commercial fields. Uh, And I do my own creative artistic practice where I create, build, make sets costumes and do all the styling and post-production for creative portraits mm. and oh that's so undersells you cats yeah a like, little bit I, it's all factually 
true. Mm-hmm. But it's like saying Hitler was a German politician. I mean, it just doesn't get to the heart of the matter, does it? Well, I guess this is why I rely on the two of you. Sure. So just <laughs> to tell the truth, then. I guess uh, you would have to have created and worked with some of the most complex sets that anyone would have um, worked with. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I've not really experienced other people's set building uh environments before but i guess uh i come up with a crazy idea and i make it happen just just quickly tell us about the winemaker shot was it was it what was it called the yeah, wine maker, king right, wine yeah, the winemaker right. or the wine um, king so the winemaker you're talking about was an advertising campaign go tell us yeah tell us just just, just talk us um, through yeah, what was involved um, so it was the winemaker shoot and I was commissioned to build the set or create an environment, a cave of wine, let's say. Um, so I ended up project managing and art directing the build of the set, which was 2,000 glass wine bottles, a, a tonne and a half of lead to hold the wall up, um, five days of set up and pack down and three months of back and forth with the set design company because they thought I was completely insane about wanting light to get through every single part of the build possible. So we had to make a four by four meter wall that was uh, held up by one and a half tons of lead translucent so that it could be lit from behind. Mm, mm-hmm. So uh, look, that, yeah. yeah, I'll just let people sort of take all you know. that in for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I, and and what, what I love is you'll do something like that. And then rather than saying, we're just going to photograph a winemaker you know, it, it, you'll do something like, well, it would be better if we had a cat, dog, a tiger, and a snake in this picture at the same time. And yes, then, yeah. Yeah, and then off you go and shoot it. I mean, I think you managed to, like, you, you were doing a live-streamed video shoot you'd never done before, which was time-constrained with a very complex set you had to buy in Woolies, and you brought a duck into the whole thing from memory. Um, I think you're confusing two shoots together, but yes, in a nutshell. There's certainly been a duck involved one year. <laughs> yeah, that was the first year. That was my self-portrait. <laughs> That's the, right, with all the, the plants? Room. With all the yeah. plants. And you basically... Yeah, and outside, inside. Yep, yep. And, and you, covered your, you covered your living room in plants. Um, yeah. Yeah, so look, the level of complexity, and then there's been other shots that you've done that, that I'm looking at one now. I'm, you'll know which one it is, but one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight different animals all in the one shot, not photoshopped yep. together at all. Yep. And you coordinated eight <laughs> animals to be doing what you wanted them to do for that one capture. We trained them very, very well. Yeah. Yep. So, well. so, yeah, complexity is definitely something that you're used to which um just yeah it's mind-blowing some of the things that you've created so okay so you did the last year sorry two years ago you did the living room right with the plants everywhere in a dark last year what did you do for us um so last year i was given 24 hours to come up with a concept and create a costume uh, based on poll votes from our attendees who voted that I had to use uh, cutlery, uh, grater and a whisk mm-hmm. in, in, oh, and nappies in the photo shoot yep. somehow. And, was and that... so I made turned my partner into a Viking. Yeah. 
Yep. Somehow you. But it was really sort of Game of Throny. It was very. It was, like, it was it, really convincing. It looked like <laughs> an advertising campaign for Game of Thrones or Vikings. From a distance. Yeah. Mm. Yep. No, that was yeah. How you came up with that, I have no idea. So anyone that was there would have, was obviously blown away from that, and I'm sure the feedback. What feedback did we get about that one, Nick? Oh, they were stoked. I mean, Kez, Kez, that's right. Kez could never not come to uh, BFOP festival collapse. There you go. You're stuck <laughs> forever. So this year, what's uh, how are we sort of raising the bar this year? Um, so this year, I was having a chat to Matt, and I said, I said to him, "Wouldn't it be cool if we managed to maybe somehow, in a magical dreamland, get?" Uh, the Mount Buffalo Chalet. <laughs> and Matt said, yeah, that would be bloody amazing. And sure enough. <laughs> um, well, well, hang on. Let me just Nick's explain. Ca- Nick, the... Nick's come through. Nick's yeah, come through. That, that, oh, you wanted to, a, you wanted to make sure reversal. Matt didn't get the credit for this, right? Is yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah. We normally, normally it'd be me going, yeah, and going, I'm sure Matt will sort it out. But he went, <laughs> yeah. And then handed it over to me. And uh, thanks to Parks Victoria and, and Julian Afton, we've, uh, they've come through as of about 10 minutes ago, wasn't it, Kes? Yeah, well, it was kind of confirmed as of 10 minutes ago, wasn't it? <laughs> wow. So just talk us we through. We reassured. So just someone, either either Kes or Nick, someone give us a bit of background on the chalet for people that don't know what the chalet is. Yeah. Um, do you want me to go, Karen, or do you want it? Yeah, that'd be good. Over to you, Nick. Oh, that was a question. I think that was, no, I think that was a quick handball, Nick. <laughs> so, um, Mount Buffalo Chalet is on top of Mount Buffalo. It's a sort of Victorian wooden structure. Um, I, I, I believe it's something like the largest wooden structure in Victoria. It's, um, it's a huge sort of former hotel. Um, it's a very beautiful um, building. It's something's called the old old lady of mount buffalo it's um uh and it sits right on top of the granite plateau looking out over the gorge um and it used to have some very manicured grounds they've kind of gone to rack and ruin a little bit but you can still see sort of some some elements of it and um it's in inside it's very original so you still you still got a place that would look much like it did in in the 1940s with perhaps a bit more mildew um and you just can't get into it so um the chance to get in there is just spectacular. Um, and I couldn't believe the opportunity to shoot there. Yeah, wow. So I've just quickly pulled up some history on it. So it was built in 1910 by the Victorian government uh, and is listed in the Victorian Heritage Register for its architectural, historical and social significance. And it operated, as you said, as a hotel, but it closed in 2007. Yeah, and I, I remember sort of going there for coffee and tea, and it was pretty run down by the end. It was a bit backpackery. It's very backpackery, um, and there's been um, all sorts of shenanigans about who should pay for its restoration. Um, and at the moment, it's just being sort of barely kept alive on the hope that someone will throw about fifteen million dollars into it. Wow! So, what are we going to do when we get inside? Over to you, Karen, because I have oh, no this idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, part of me still has no idea either. I've still got to go out and do a proper recce of the of the space. I um, I saw it as a kid. I actually stayed there as a kid with my family. I would have been 
maybe 14, 13 or 14 since I was last there or last inside. Um, but I, what I was, what I'm hoping to do is really go in depth um, with a little bit more of a Hollywood styled uh, series of portraits, but it's going to be a lot more about storytelling and how to how to tell stories through a series of images rather than creating a single one-off image. And we're going to sort of explore different lighting techniques to achieve that. That sounds pretty amazing. <laughs> Come on, you're still and still you still, still got some tricks up your sleeve. Do you want me to blow your? You're still floor, underselling you? it. Yeah, well, maybe I don't know how much I should tell or not, Nick. <laughs> Well, I mean, like you, you spoke to me about sort of a film noir sort of feel to it, and yeah. I think it lends itself spectacularly to that. Some really sort of directional lights and a bit of, mm. sort of atmosphere in the air. Um, is that still what we're feeling? It is absolutely still what we're we're feeling. Sort of nineteen thirties, nineteen forties atmosphere, mm. beautiful lighting, very directional light, focus on light and shade. Um, definitely going to bring the atmosphere. Everyone knows me to often use a smoke machine. I'm sure that's going to make some sort of appearance as well. Uh, and yeah, I guess there's a few more plans yet to come, but I've got to really check out the space to work out how far I can push it. But, um, the plans are big. <laughs> Very mm. I feel like I should bring a, my three piece suit and some cigars. Actually, well, You'd yeah. be very welcome to, Wes. Although there will be the issue of how you free yourself from yeah, the mixing desk we handcuffed you to. I was going to say, I'll, I'll, at least I'll look good while I'm stuck in the tent at the bottom but of the mountain. Can we make it wireless and portable and just start pushing around no. on a wheelchair? No, 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 not so much, no. no, no. no. <laughs> surely, there's sure, the technology these days, surely there's an autopilot button. Uh, almost certainly. Yeah, yeah, it'd be fine. What could go wrong? Just we'll get one of your kids to operate it for a couple of hours, Nick. That'll be fine. Now that sounds that sounds amazing. So, will you? How many workshops are you planning on doing over the weekend? Six. I'm doing two two works two workshops at the chalet, mm -hmm. um, and it's going to be quite the production. It's going to be a very theatrical production, let's say, without giving too much away. Um, I'm also doing two print workshops. Um, I think that's in Bright, isn't it, Nick? The, the yeah, yeah. I think we've got you somewhere indoors. In somewhere. Yes, You'll okay. find me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know, to be fair, I did send you the schedule, so you should know more than I will. <laughs> but let's, Nick. Um, let's be honest. This the schedule is going to change thirty three times between now and the festival. Thirty three. We fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a couple of print workshops at um, uh, the chalet. What else? Yeah. Uh, Kez's Closet is coming to Bright. What's Kez's Closet? <laughs> it's going to be all my costumes and props and bits and pieces. As much as I can fit in the car is going to come up to Bright so that people can sort of explore the idea of styling and creating and they can borrow some costumes and test it out and take it out on location or in the studio spaces that are available. Hey, that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. I like the That's sound. Like we cool. could we could do some very creative sort of uh, dress ups in landscapes. Yeah. Like, well, we're we're so far ahead of you here, Wes. Mm, on other people's <laughs> workshops. <laughs> Miles ahead. Miles ahead. Okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, I'll just shut up now. Then. <clears throat> Pardon me. I want to get that owl. That owl was so good. 
Did you? Did anyone? It, did you see where's this picture? The 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 owl shoot that Karen didn't let me describe no. it because Karen will say something like, "I went out to the outdoors. We had someone with an owl hat. We took a picture. Went home." Um, she took a picture. I, I when I first saw this picture, it was an owl peering around a tree, and I went, "Oh my god, that's a beautiful shot of an owl." But there's oh something my. like just a bit creepy about I've, it. I found it. You found it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you, did you think it was an owl when you saw it? When you first look at it on Instagram, it would, even even when you look at it closely, it still looks like still an, a, owl. an actual owl. But a creepy owl, like I'm yeah. going to kill you, owl. Yeah, isn't a little it? bit. Yep. It's yeah, um, that, that, that's one of Kez's friends dressed up in a freaking owl costume on, on stilts. stilts. Oh my <laughs> god, this is ridiculous. I didn't make this costume. She did, the girl that's wearing wearing the outfit, but it's pretty amazing. That's phenomenal. Can you do me a favour, just because this will really piss Matt off, can you enter that in the next Wildlife <laughs> Photography Awards? Um, <laughs> I'm actually, be so good. I'm not, I don't tend to be a rule breaker, though. Because if you could that's do that, if you could do that I'm and win, I think that would probably be the, the final straw for Matt and I don't think he'd ever shoot wildlife again. <laughs> I see he's very happy with himself because he's got some final of like the under 15 sort of <laughs> Victorian amateur sort of wildlife <laughs> photographer for june or something anyway he was very happy with himself well i can't wait to hear about all that when he's back um wow kez this is going to be amazing so wait so is this our costume coming uh well, i don't know we've got to talk a little bit more about, talk about it okay well the, the, yeah. it, is, it is a bit of an issue about like i'm sure we could borrow the costume but it's the stilt walker thing that's sort of we might have to bit... we might have to ditch the stilt part of it maybe just bring a section of it. Just bring the head. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the helmet bit. Maybe that part might work. But I, I don't know if anyone's going to be qualified for stilts. Does ins- does our insurance cover that, Nick? Insurance? Yeah. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no stilts. We'll just uh, <laughs> move on from that question. Wow. Okay. Wow. Are you looking forward to it, Kez? Are you pumped? Yeah, I am actually. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm a little bit stressed, but that's just because I've got a lot going on and I'm trying to work out the logistics of how I'm going to make my bigger than Ben Hur ideas actually happen. But you say I you, do know they will happen. They will, because you say this solving. every year and you always pull it off and it's always phenomenal. And it always goes off without a hitch. Yeah. I but might other, need to really... borrow a bus. You might need a bar. Well, yeah, I'm sure. And I'll look, there's, there'll be might a lot of people. Well, there'll be a lot so of people coming. I'll, I'll probably have plenty of room in the back of my car if you need to chuck some boxes in there. Just let me know. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. Be easy. <laughs> Anything else we need to add, Nick? Oh, yeah. There's some really good news that Karen doesn't know about yet. <gasps> Drum roll. Karen's just, just got herself another commission. Karen, I just saw the fear flash Beef across off. Karen's face. <laughs> no, I, I need... I need some shots for me with motorbikes and stuff for all the commercial stuff I do. So I'm going to pay you to do me, as it were. Interesting choice of words. Yeah, the way, the way just... you worded that, I don't know. Do you want to redo that? <laughs> I actually do. I do. I'm going to get myself cancelled here. Yeah, yeah we probably just try again. I'll totally edit that out so no one hears it. But just if you want to start again, Nick, go for it. <laughs> Karen, would, 
could I pay you to take a portrait of me dressed as a motorcyclist? Mm. Is that something like that? Yeah. So is, that, is that appropriate? Have yes, I said anything of wrong? Of course. Well, that, that, fits, <laughs> Lovely, good. That, that probably fits in the fantastical world that Karen shoots in all of the time, yeah. Nick, as a motor, motorcyclist. Well, we'd probably just have to add a lion in there or something. And well, yeah, no, that's exactly what, what I'm handing over to you. What about the lion chasing you on the mo- motorbike? You're the creative. It's over to you. I can't wait to see this. Is this going to be done on the weekend at the festival as well? No, or? no, no. This is going to take months of planning. Oh, okay. Right. No, fair enough. Fair enough. So, right. Well, tickets are on sale. Beefopaustralia.com. Don't forget to jump on there. Um, we don't know when the schedule's coming out. Or the the booking stuff goes live yet? Don't know. Well, that yet. The, the, we'll put the booking stuff on on early September, so you can actually see when all of the workshops are on, and then depends when Uncle Matt um, presses the go button. But we'll let you know. Should we be giving people a heads up if they do want to get on to the one of the chalet workshops that it's actually happening earlier than? Boom! You're exactly oh. right, Karen. So yep. because uh, it looks like the only convenient time to do this is on Friday afternoon, I think first your first workshop starts like something like 12 o'clock, isn't it? Um, yeah. And that's 12 o'clock on the top of Mount Buffalo, which is an hour's drive from Bright. So Okay, so it's not 12 o'clock at the main festival hall. It'll be no. 12 o'clock kickoff on top of Mount Buffalo. Yeah. For some of the more distance workshops, we're, we're going to let you just just drive straight there, um, and and this is one of those. So um, if you if, if this is one you want to do, then plan yourself so you can get up to Bright for about eleven o'clock. Okay, so early early to get to Bright if you're interested in that, because I can I can only assume this is going to be one of those workshops that'll sell out pretty quick from what I'm hearing. So make sure you signed up to the newsletter. Make sure you're following the socials so you don't miss out on the information about when the booking system is going live. Because if you want to get on this one and you miss out, you will be disappointed, I assume, because it's going to be pretty amazing. It's going to be mega. No pressure. <laughs> nah, you'll be fine, Kez. It's only um, what what did we say? It's less than two months. Oh, jeez, stop saying that. Till saying um, that. till till we're up there together. So, you good, Nick? Yeah, council sent me a forty-four page form to fill in today. Perfect. Is it, would just fill in the last page, or no, a whole lot. Wow, that okay. would be good. Because Bright council are very, very good, but it's still. Very thorough. Forty-four. No, no, they're, they're they're very helpful. They have a whole department that's about helping BFOP. Oh, that's Genuine. good. Wow. Yeah. Mel Tekin, big shout out to you. Thanks. Oh my God, jeez, we've come so far. I know. You've come so far, Kaz. It was great to see you again. Anything else you want to add? Last yeah, minute. You too. No. no, is there anything that? No, no. Perfect. Well, we look forward <laughs> to seeing you in less than two months. <laughs> see you then.